Hey, welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon. This is Mary Bicknell, former psychotherapist turned badass success coach for women entrepreneurs who are ready to bust through any average, anything common, and finally create a life and a business where you can do whatever the hell you want to do whenever you want to do it. Ready? Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon. I have an incredible, exciting guest for you today, Elizabeth DeMorris. Demore Rice, excuse Demore me. Rice. Yay, I did it. Okay. Yay. <laughs> the reason I have the, the reason I invited Elizabeth is I've been a voyeur and one of those like stalkers for years. She and I met about six years ago, and I've watched her evolution and her journey. And I, I feel almost choked up about it because what you've created, Elizabeth, is so amazing. And and I and maybe part of it too is the testament of there's people watching us that you might not even know. So you probably don't know that I've watched your whole journey about your product creation, about showing up. You've been an amazing representative of yourself and your own brand. And I admire that, um, in, in, including watching you put on your background, right? So, so here I've been watching her, just like I'm sure there's people watching me and I'm sure those of you who are listening, there's people that are watching you. But let me read her accolades because it's really important. I want you to get like where we're coming from. So she's an international communication and media coach who specializes in helping executives and entrepreneurs creating concise messaging that develop captivating presence on camera, which we need, right? Um, online and in person. And she's worked with thousands of clients, whether they've been C-suite executives, pro athletes, hello, six, seven figure entrepreneurs really communicate in a powerful way on television in boardrooms, events, et cetera. So she's got over two decades, which you'd never know it looking at her, which by the way, I, I watched that whole journey too. Okay. But that's another story um, <laughs> in front of the camera as a media coach. But here's some of the cool things that she's done. She's been featured on ABC. NBC, the CW, the Mommy Millionaire Show, Netflix, HDTV. She's married. She has two teenage daughters. And she really, most importantly, helps her clients shine. So welcome, Elizabeth. I'm so happy that you're Thank here. You. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being a part of this. I'm excited to get into this conversation. I know we have yes. this quick 10 minutes, so I don't want to. So we're going to so we're gonna do the 10-minute tip. And then, you know, for those of you who want to listen for the rest of it, we're going to have the real conversation. So the question I, I um really want to get to is some of the action things. What are mistakes that people make when they're showing up on camera, off camera, like in live in person? Are they different? I guess that's what I want you to wrap your brain around. Like, are there mistakes in person when we're showing up versus on camera? And what would they be? Okay. First of all, great question. Um, not so much yet when we're in front of the camera, but what happens before? And oh. the big thing that people really, that really stop them is their fear of judgment, fear of other people judging them. Yes. So they then go into self-doubt. They then go into lack of action. And so when we are so afraid of how people are going to judge us or what they're going to think, if we're shining too brightly, what if I make a mistake that's going to be hugely public? When we get into that, we start really, we don't take action to really be visible, to share our message. So that's one really big thing is just sense that you have the fear, feel it in your body, witness it. Don't try to resist it. Witness it and say, you know what? That's not my truth. My yeah. truth is I need to get my message out to these people so that it will help them. Yes. And so 
whenever you are showing up, whether it is on camera or before you're going to go into a photo shoot for the cover of your book, or it's to go on on stage, you really have to think, okay, who is this for? I'm here for them. I'm not, it's not, it's not about me. Yes. I want to present myself in the most effective way and the strongest, most authentic way but it's really about them. At the end of the day, it's about them and what they will gain from you. And so that's one big thing. Yeah. I love that. I love that too. And and I didn't know that you were going to lead with that. So I love that you did because um, I talk about the five blind spots that get in the way of women's success. And the very first one is fear of judgment. So uh, we're right in alignment there for sure. And really that fear of judgment is the thief of all their dreams. It's the what of all their dreams? The thief of all their dreams. Yeah, the thief of all their dreams. Yeah, so good, so good. Keep going, keep going. And then the next one is when you actually do show up on camera or when you are on stage and the same thing happens in both situations or when you're in a networking event. Yeah. The nerves that you have not learned how to control make you tight and innocence inauthentic. We be, start becoming very robotic and we're relying on all these different things. And, oh, did I memorize correctly? Yes. And do I look okay? And we freeze up and then we can't really connect as well with our audience. And so it's really important to learn how to deal with those nerves. Again, feel them and then say, okay, what can I do to release these? Is it breathing? Is it going into the bathroom before? If you're in a public situation, you're you're power posing, right? Uh, What is it to go and bounce? Like Tony Robbins, he gets on his, on the rebounder and bounces to get really into your body, breathe. And remember again, why am I here? What is the message here? And sometimes one can think, okay, this is going to be a huge audience. Hone in on one person. Don't just stare at them the whole time. <laughs> really right, think right, about right. that. Maybe even if it's just, it's an idea of the, of that one person, right? That you know, their pain points or, you know, what they're going through that you, that maybe, or maybe it's not even someone that, that it relates to that so much in terms of their pain points, but really someone who makes you feel at ease, who makes you feel comfortable and just, you know, yourself and, you know, right. maybe brings joy to you speak to them. And then that's how people will then will respond. And so that next tip would be, don't let the nerves overwhelm you. Uh, that comes through aware, you know, awareness of them, but then also preparing yourself, knowing you're probably going to get jittery. So then don't take paper <laughs> to hold, you know, things like that. Or you know that if, when you get nervous, you get hot, you start perspiring. Yes. Make sure that you take layer, like, you know, that you wear layers that you can take off or that you get there ahead of time and say, you know what, when, you know, whoever find that person that can deal with the temperature control of the room yes. or the space, so good. You know, when I get, when I get in front of people, I get really hot. Is there any way we could bring down the temperature a little bit? So you're always thinking ahead of the game so that yes. you're prepared when you do go on and then you can be yourself. And so it's that preparation and it's the self-awareness um, that comes with that. I love that you shared those tips because those are clearly from experience that you're sharing those and for your client experiences. Right. Mm -hmm. And these are the, this is exactly what I'm looking for to be sharing with our audience, because these are things that you're And though. Number one, if you're, if you don't think about them ahead of time, 
you're going to end up ruining it because you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm sweating. And and then you're going to be, you know, freaking out and you're going to be so self-consumed, so self-consumed that you're not going to be able to be an effective presenter, speaker, et cetera. And I love that you even said, go to the bathroom because I used to do that. I would go if I was speaking (laughs) and I'm pretty confident online and offline, but Mm -hmm. I still wanted to get centered, right? I still wanted to, you know, be like you said, in my body, even after I became really experienced and know, knew my material perfectly inside and out, I still wanted to not be all up in my head, right? Cause that's easy to do. So I love those tactical things, change the temperature, get connected with your body. Go ahead. What else? Mm-hmm. And the thing that, that it relates to what you just said is I like to talk about being self-aware instead of self-conscious. When you're self-aware, you really understand, okay, I'm sensing myself tensing up because I'm nervous, which is making my voice go really high or going or speak really fast to go, okay, wait, instead of judging myself about that and looking at myself, like looking at the, looking at myself from the outside going, oh my gosh, who are you? Who are you? What are you doing to go? Wait, wait, I'm just, I'm self-aware. I'm going to take a moment. I'm not self-conscious about it and judging myself about it, making myself worse or going, oh my gosh, you can see this. You go, Hmm, what do I need to do right now? Do I need to take a pause? Do I need to just breathe deeply? Do I, can I say something to the audience that might make them laugh? That might make me (laughs) more at ease as well. You know, so there, it does come from experience, but it's, it's really that dynamic between being self-aware and self-conscious with all of it. You know, when we're self-conscious, we are looking at ourselves from the outside going, oh my gosh, she's wrong. She's looking at yourself in a different way. Right. And fearing the unknown fearing of what we don't know. Like, you know, like, oh my gosh, do I have toilet paper on my yeah, foot all the or thing, whatever right? it might be? Did I tuck my skirt into my pantyhose yes, and I don't even know who wears to pantyhose sure, you know, They've, they've you know, zipped but, up their zipper. Right, all of the <laughs> things. Yes, well, I, guess I know. When we have our, you know, if we're wearing pants too. Right, right. Uh, then also then the, the, the self-awareness and that does come from the experience that you spoke of uh, that through, you know, practicing and preparing and making mistakes, it's okay to make mistakes. And instead of beating yourself up about it, which we all do, but to learn to go, okay, what can I learn from that? So that next time that doesn't happen again. Yeah. I love that switch. I I'm going to have to borrow that because I think that the brilliance in saying being self-aware versus self-conscious allows us to slow down and, and like you said, not be judgmental, not be punitive, to allow ourselves to be in a curiosity state like, huh, I didn't realize that when I get a little nervous, I, you know, I talk faster and my voice raises instead of like, oh my God, I can't believe how you sounded. And really a lot more gentle and tender and compassionate for ourselves as we are experiencing showing up in our newness, right? Mm-hmm. Because not everyone has been a dancer like you have, right? That you've been on, you know, working with amazing clients, well-known people for years. You've honed that skill. The nervousness that in the, the, the beginning, right? The beginning, sometimes um, we're not even aware, like you said, that self-awareness of what could even happen, right? Like the sweating or like turn the room down or show up earlier, like meditate in your car or however, or focus on, you know, the, the people in front of you, like until we've experienced that and, or whether it's a live stream, right? Until we've practiced this and honed this skill, 
we need to be like that self-awareness just to be in like, okay, reflecting back. How could I make this better? How could this be different? What could be approved? What, what could I improve? All of that. I love all that. So thank you. Yeah. Those are really excellent, excellent tips. Let's move and, into. And let, me, let me just oh, say real yes. quick too. Of course. In terms of the nerve, or, um, yeah. the nerves where you said at the beginning, well, mm-hmm. no matter what, I mean, I still get nervous, but doing this for years, I still get nervous. If I'm performing if, as a dancer, if I am part of a show before I go out on stage, there are still the nerves though. At the same time, I also have the experience to go, yeah, but I can fall back on, I know what to do yes. when I make a mistake or if I want to pull something out or if I'm like, you know what, what's happening with the audience? I need to pull something more from them. Yeah. What can I do? I know I can rely on those things, but there's always nerves. There are always nerves. And yeah. I will say this um, last week, I was doing a presentation for a gentleman and for my, my lights, which I think we'll get into probably yeah. in the, in the more, in the bigger yeah. longer yeah. conversation uh, for the, the lighting kits that I created. And I was having an allergy attack uh, that I was like, okay, can I, do you know where I can find a tissue? And then a big fuzz part was in my, like stuck to my lashes and stuck into my eye, which, you know, it's not like you're like, Hey, can you look at my eye? Right. <laughs> it's like, you're like, oh my goodness. And then this guy, he showed absolutely. Absolutely no body language. Mm. He just sat there listening. So I had nothing to bounce off of. So yes. I became very self-conscious. So first I'm like, I'm not feeling my best. So I'm not showing up as my best, but I need to show up as my best. Here I have this eye, you know, this thing in my eye, and my nose feels like it's about to just like drip. Right. And this guy's giving you no information. And this is the next the one about the nerves, but also about how we can so make something like this about ourselves rather than it be about so good. Okay. And so I started getting very self-conscious rather than self-aware. So I had to play with it. I'm like, okay, wait a second. I do need to be self-aware here. May I have a tissue? Yeah. That was my first, may I have a tissue? So I'm not sitting there going, (laughs) you know, know, knowing things like that. And then knowing, and then just saying, you know, excuse me, I just, I have something in my eye. And so I had to go and get a tissue and then get, you know, take care of that. And I had to keep remembering, this is about him. This is about him. And he's not giving me much information Mm. through his body language, what's happening. And I then did, I did make a mistake. I was like, you're being very stoic. I'm not getting it. Like I'm not sensing. Oh no, 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 no. I'm just thinking everything that you're talking about is making my brain go. Wow. So it reminded me that when we're not getting a response as we might expect or need as a validation, you're doing a great job. Uh Uh You have to remember, wait a second, let me remember. It's about them. What information do they need from me? to make the decision for them to take the next step or for them to invite them. Do you need any more information? Do you have any questions from me? Because you're not able to really read them. Well, that comes from experience, but also the confidence of, okay, this is about them, not me. Yes. Okay. Because I did turn it into a little bit about myself going, well, you know, you seem very stoic. I'm not getting like understanding what, where are you, you why are. are you like, give, give me some feedback. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, well, I didn't say it like that, but yes. Right. No, <laughs> and I it was, and I had to remember, or I was then it was reinforced to me like, oh, maybe he needs some work on how to work with body weight. Which one? Hey, I can teach you on that. But also that I have to remember that he's brainstorming and he's processing yes. that, I then can give a, even more of a service to him. 
So hundred percent. So that is so, that is so good. And that's applicable when we're having sales conversations, when we're standing on stage and also even when we're doing a live stream and there's really nobody there. Right. Yeah. And you're like, and you're like, no one, no feedback, or we're in the, you know, in the uh, validation mode of like, I need to have lots of likes and lots of this and lots of this where here I, you know, I've been taught what I shared with you, you know, I, I don't know how many times I've ever commented on any of your posts. I don't really know, you know, and, and that's what we have to be aware of, like that we're still giving to our audience or the person right in front of us or the potential client or what have you, like Mm -hmm. really it is. I love that self-awareness. Here's the other thing too, is you asked for what you wanted. Excuse Mm -hmm. me, can I have a tissue? Let me, you know, I've got, and, and also that is to me, one of the things I like to share is that that's remembering that you're human right? and that we're all in this human experience. Like Every one of us have had a runny nose. Every one of us has needed a tissue. So Mm -hmm. you're not asking for something that's like going to torpedo whatever you're doing. The torpedoing would have been, you know, just be so consumed and rub your nose and like not instead of the confidence to say, (laughs) can I, can I have a tissue please? Right. (laughs) And to be a real person. That's part of this is to be a real person. And the moment you get caught up thinking, Oh my God, if I stop about this fuzzy, then he, then that's going to torpedo the sale or what have you. Mm-hmm. That was net. Then, then that person was also never going to be your client. Exactly. exactly. Like, right. If it, if mm-hmm. it's like one little tissue or one little, like I fuzzy situation for a few seconds, then the reality is that person was never going to be your client in the first place. Yeah. So let it go. We have to let these things go. And then, you know, and then not beat yourself up after. But the thing is, it really yes. is all about them. Take care of yourself. I mean, the big, the big picture of this is take care of yourself. Yes. first, right. So you then can show up in your best self. And then when there are elements about yourself that may feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not going to be perfect here. Like I need that tissue. It makes you more personal. Like you just said, yes. uh, or more human, like to just simply say, may I have this? So right. like, Oh, okay. We can relax here, but it's not, Oh my gosh, do I have something here? Can you, am I doing okay? You know, it's right. that, that it's would, that would derail it. Right. That's a different energy. Right. Exactly. But so it's okay to do that. But then when you turn it into about yourself, if you're talking more about yourself, the person you're speaking to or the audience that is watching you is going to be like, gosh, dang it. Can you please just move on? Don't make it about yourself. You can ask things like, Hey, do I need a tissue? But don't make it about yourself. We spoke about this right before we started today. It was like, you know, like don't go in front of a camera or don't go in front of a state or in in front of an audience on stage and go, I'm so nervous. Because we we do that sometimes to make people like to make ourselves feel like, Oh, well, they're going to then feel for me, or they're going to be a little bit more um, forgiving. No, (laughs) they're going to go, Oh, well, I guess she's not as much of the expert as we think she is. And if you then keep bringing up stuff about yourself, they're going to go, come on, get on with it. For example, I was recently in a dance class and, you know, I've danced all over the world. I've, I've learned from some of the best choreographers and teachers at the top of their game. And this was a very young teacher. And she kept turning it in to about herself. Like, oh my gosh, this is the fifth class I'm teaching today. I'm so like, so loopy. And, and oh my gosh, I don't know if I can remember this, the thing. Let me go watch this again. And it was just like, oh my gosh, gosh. Mm -hmm. we are the people you need to be looking at and talking to and teaching. So making this about yourself. And so that's something that one needs to be aware of when you're presenting, whether it's, you know, Facebook live or a video conference or on stage, it's about them. It's all about them. 
So to this point, let's talk about this for just a second. You know, I, I, let me, um, I'm thinking what a question might pop up for somebody who's listening and they might think, well, aren't we supposed to share a little bit of, of like who we are and our stories? And I think that there's the differentiation between, like you said, somebody who's like, I don't really know. I'm so tired today. You know, I don't know whether I'm, oh, I hope I can, del- okay? Am I, I hope off? I can deliver to you. I have like, oh my God, that would, I would walk out. Cause that's the kind of stuff. It, it immediately you've lost your authority. You've immediately lowered my expectation. And so there's, you know, you're planting the seed of um, your audience looking at like, really you're planting the seed of your audience looking at you through now more of a critical eye because exactly. you turned it about them. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I can't remember who this was, who did this, that just totally put herself at ease and made herself look more, um, authentic and just personal, personable, but also took care of her insecurity. And who's this? It's going to drive me crazy. I'll I'll remember it. Tell me later. Yeah. At the beginning of, of her talk, she comes out on stage and she goes, you know what? I pit out, you know, get all sweaty. uh, When I speak you right there, can you be my person to tell me if I pit out? You know, and that made everybody laugh. It made it, you know, she's like, okay, I'm preparing because I know I'm going to get all sweaty. And that person then can like, you know, can make something fun of it and, you know, make fun of it and not make fun of it, but make, but she prepared to allow the audience. And that's like the part of it too, right? It's like the elephant in the room, which was your runny nose and the eyelash, like talk about it. We all, you like allow yourself that humanity. And that's the difference between Mm -hmm. setting your people at ease. Like you're a normal human being. And then like, I'm so tired. I just didn't get any sleep. Like nobody cares. Right. Right. Nobody cares. And to your your point about, well, aren't we supposed to tell elements about ourselves? That's a different, that's something different. You're telling a story of the problem, what you had to do to go through it and the transformation that happened with that end result in, in the mode of how it's going to support them. Exactly. You're not like, oh, well today, you know, I did this. No, we might not do that. (laughs) Or, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Or this is what's, you know, I'm tired. There's a difference from that to telling an element of your story. Yes. Because it's in, it's in, it's in the vein of helping them. Yes. Such a good point. So good. So I want to ask you a little bit about your entrepreneurial journal. You know, you have done so many amazing things in your career. One of the things I know that you've done is you're also, you've created an actual physical product. So not only are you a consultant and a media expert, a communication expert, you actually saw a missing piece that was a gap in the industry of your ideal clients. Mm -hmm. And you created a product to solve that problem. And I love this. It's so exciting when I saw that and I was like, and watched you like fold that, uh, the light up and put it on the window. And like, I was there. I was like, yay, bum, bum. I was just like <laughs> cheerleading you from afar that you that didn't. Was th- that was a third iteration of the product. Yeah, I'm so excited about it. So tell us a little bit about number one, what your product is, right? And, and we're going to have all the links because everybody needs this. Um, how you made the decision to be in action. And here's really the biggest question because your story of implementation was expedient. Mm-hmm. And that, oh, I have chills even thinking about it. That is, that is the lesson, I believe. Mm-hmm. That is 
moving from power. That is, that is the name of the success in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So is I'd love for you to, yes. It's like seeing a problem, getting into action, solving it. And here you are, you have a product line and, and a product line too, right? So, so share a little bit about what your missing link was or what your product is and the thought around, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. Like, I don't want to steal your words or anything. I'd love to hear your story. Yeah, sure, definitely. Well, it's called the icon on the go. It used to be called the video glam cam kit. And we rebranded because we also wanted more men to be attracted yes. to it. It was like, you right. know, with the glam, they're like, Hmm, looks cute. I know, yeah. I know I need it, but there, yeah. it, I wanted to make sure that I could yes. extend, um, the, the community that would enjoy right. this product. And so now it's called the icon on the go. Cause who doesn't want to be an icon exactly. and we're always on the go. So this is something that supports you. And what it is, it's a media lighting kit with, we have different sizes. We've got our studio light. That is the 18 inch ring light. You, you can use a remote control to change the brightness and the color tone. Mm. And all. It also has all these different, sh- what are called shoes where you can also add more lights or uh, a boom mic. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a shotgun mic, a boom mic is one of those that comes right here <laughs> um, or extra cameras. So that is one one thing that we we came out actually during during the pandemic because yeah. so many people uh, were you know, at good. home and needed to figure out okay I, I want something that's a little bit more substantial now yeah. that I'm going to set up my home studio and then we also have the mini which is what you were what you just shared and that's our 10 inch folding ring light that uh, has a suction cup. So that can go on a window uh, when you're out and about or in your car, if you're doing, if you're stop, you know, stopped in your kid's carpool line waiting and are still needing to be on zoom, you can do that. Um, maybe even, I guess you could do a carpool, carpool karaoke if you wanted to yeah, as well. Right. Just don't look at the camera just keep driving. Um, and, uh, but also put it on a mirror. So for those who are in the beauty industry, they can be doing their training videos, looking at the mirror with the camera right here and the light that's still on them. And so that came out of that one in particular came out of a need by working with some beauty industry leaders in direct sales. So I was like, they need this. So I created that. So now we've got those two main lights that we have that also come with microphones, of course, stability as well. That suction cup for the mini can go on the back of your monitor as well. So that way you then can have your camera right there, lighting that's really, you know, nice and bright, that also has a gradient change of brightness and, and color tone. Most lights out there like, that are smaller will have like a clicker that like is three different color tones and two, 10 different levels of brightness. This, you can mix them all up, which is really that's nice. nice. But the reason why it all came out yeah. was, let's see, four, three, is it four years ago now? Yeah, four years ago um, when... We didn't have many lights out there in terms of media kits and, and all. And I was in, were you there that during that? I can't no, remember if you were. Okay. I, I was like a couple iterations before. Right. Yeah. So I, we, Mary and I met during in a coaching mastermind type yeah. of type of thing. And yeah. in this, in, in this program, there were four different, um, what would you say? Like in a sense, retreats all over the world. And so at this, this last one that I went to, um, the coach asked, have you ever thought about creating a product? And we were all coaches. So people were like, well, maybe a mug, maybe a journal <laughs> type of thing, which are also right. awesome. Right, right, right. Uh, 
to go into prayer meditation and ask, what are we going to create and, and who's it for? And so I said, okay, God, what, what are we creating? Who's it for? And what's the problem we're going to solve? And within two minutes, this idea of my, the original video glam cam kit came to be. And then what that was, was, you know, it was a, it was a small light ring light that clamped to, you know, just about anything right. I, in my car all the time. And all with microphone, uh, with stability, it had a selfie stick and tripod. I also sense, I was like, it needs to be something that is very glam as well. There's an experience as when you open it up, yeah. not just, okay, I've got a light and a microphone and, and all, all the little details. There were other little beautiful details with it too, like a, a mirror, a blinged out mirror that goes on the back of your phone, things like that. And so I said, no, it has to be glam. So it came in a dust bag with, which then was actually like, like, you know, um, an exquisite pair of shoes or sure, you know, of course right. and all that comes with a dust bag. This turned into a little backpack with a, with a, a zipper that you could put other things in as well. And then a gorgeous box that was embossed with my logo in gold with a bow. I just, I love the experience. Yeah. Uh, and that idea came to me so quickly. And I realized, you know, how many, how many times do we have ideas that we have in the middle of the night that we think we think of all the different ways of how we can make it happen. And then we wake up in the morning and we go, what the heck was I thinking? There's absolutely no way that I'm going to be able to make that happen. And I, that has happened to me regularly and it's happened, you know, in a number of things since, but in this one, I just said, you know what, if I don't do this, someone else is going to get the idea. Like this is like, for me, it was, it was a great, it was a, beautiful divine download, but at the same time, it's very simple. Like, you know, but usually that's how ideas or um, solutions come to be. You're like, have you, have you ever looked at things and go, why didn't I think of yeah, that? Yeah. All the time. Like, all the time. Know? And so they are simple, but not everybody follows through on the, on the ideas. Yes, exactly. And so I decided, you know what, this time I'm going to make this, make sure that this happens. So I went into, uh, you know, really researching the different types of products that I'd want to have in there that will support my clients and researching those products, which ones would I literally want to put my name on, like in terms of quality? Because for me, I was sending clients to Amazon and here and there for lighting and for mics and all these different things. And I still wouldn't know if it was high quality or not. I was wasting my time. They were wasting their time. We were wasting each other's time. So I thought, you know what? If I created something that was all in one, just order this and send it. Yes. And so I went into research mode, looking at those products, which ones would I want to include? How would I package it? What, what would the box look like? Do, like? What's the size, the shape? Once I have these things, how would they fit in? What So they would look beautiful. Um, and then I went into um, focus groups as well, asking them, what am I missing? Because it wasn't, when I got to the point of the focus group, it wasn't, do you like this? What do you think? Would it work? Right, no, right. it was more like, I know that this will work. I need to look at packaging. Am I missing anything? Is there something that you would want me to include that I'm not thinking of? Or I'm thinking, this is how I'm going to package the box and I'm going to ship it like this. Somebody said, oh, no, no. I want the box. You got to ship the box in a box, <laughs> you know, like, because they wanted this beautiful box, right. not something that was just, it. yeah, exactly. And so did that, went into prototyping, researching, sourcing these, the different elements in the box and all from different places all over the world. I'd never, I mean, this was four years ago. I didn't have any type of experience with an e-commerce site. So I, we had to figure out how to set that up and, take orders, 
and ship. And all of that happened within six weeks. Right. And okay. Let's pause. Let's pause for a second. Cause that's really where I I'm never created a product before. So you went from idea, the download of oh. the idea, the divine, you know, universe speaking to you mm-hmm. to six weeks later, Taking you, action. Had a, you know, executing, implementing without knowing all the details, being willing to do the research, doing the legwork, doing the ahas, doing the figuring it out and six a weeks lot later, of mistakes. And, and tons of mistakes, I'm sure. And then having a product. Yeah. And shipping it to the clients who'd already ordered it. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Cause oh, I did a okay. pre-order. I was like, cause wow. I, wanted, I wanted to make sure that the, that this was a viable product that people would buy. That's amazing. And then it, then it, you know, further, right, of course. And then I know I've seen you all around. So, right. So it's amazing now. And you have, um, you know, the suite of products. So here's the question. A lot of us, how many, well, your question was how many times have we seen something that's in our home or what have you, or even have an idea, oh, this is a missing piece or there's a gap here or something. I have an idea for that. And we fail to follow through. What was the difference? Like what, what, what were you thinking? Right. I like to think about what are our thoughts that created the feeling that created the action, right? Like what right. got us to the result? Mm-hmm. What were some of your thoughts that you were just like all in? I allowed my creativity to to come in and I got excited about it. This seemed like something fun. It also seems like something that was a further expression of me that would also serve my clients and would alleviate their pain points. But also it was a, it was a creative outlet for me that I went, Hmm, but there was also, I remember the decision, the conscious decision saying, if I don't do this, someone else is going to do it. Heck no. It's going to be me this time. It's going to be me. And and I love that. Hold on. This time it's going to be me. I love that because I know that there's plenty of women that are listening that have thought, oh, it's for her. It's for her. It's for her. I've never done anything like that. So what am I thinking? Exactly. And, and this time it's for me. I love that. Love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So So, those were the thought processes that came through. So what have you done since then? And then I so, just went out and jumped. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Let me just and try this. Here's one of the things that I loved that I really love and admire is that now you've got this, this product and you allowed it to be the entree into maybe experiences that you would not have previously challenged yourself to take up. Right. For example, I believe the Emmy, is that right? Where, yes. So tell us about that. Oh my God. You yes. guys are so yes. excited. I love when you said the Emmy. I'm like, yes, I did not receive an Emmy, but someday from it, yes. but someday yes. I, I will. That's one of my goals. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah. Win an Emmy, whatever, in whatever format it comes. Right. Um, but uh, yes. Yeah. So I always say, if you have an idea, one reason, or there are three reasons why you should follow through and make them happen. One is you're meant to put that yes. product. The market needs whatever that is. Yes. Two, it's who you become in the process Amen. because you're going to go through a lot of different ups and downs and you're going to have to become mm. someone else that makes that happen that you didn't, that you weren't before. And then what you get to experience along the way. Yeah. Uh, if you don't follow through, you're not going to get these unexpected experiences yes. that, that will come. And so to your point about the Emmy, seven months, well, yeah, seven months after I was shipping the product, 
I then was backstage at the Emmys gifting this beautiful box. I just got chills again. Even and though I know this, even though I know it, I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you as an amazing woman that's doing this good work in the world. Seven months from idea to nine months, nine months, nine months. To, from nine idea months. to that. So but when nine months to that. I mean, come on. So that's what I'm talking about. Like you utilize the, the product to allow yourself to be in venues, arenas, opportunities that you never would have necessarily had, even as an expert that you are with your communication, um, consulting, et cetera, right? The other leg, if you well, will, actually, of your business. Well, and actually the, the product got me into more, yeah, exactly. having more opportunities and having exactly. more experiences that normally wouldn't have allowed me to, yes. for people to know me yes. for my consulting. Right. And so, well, let me tell you a little story of how I got to backstage. Yeah, I want to hear it because I was in a coaching session with one of my coaches and um, we were looking at, okay, the different, like here, I'm going this, the different verticals of right. what my product can yeah. do, how I would, how would I work with it? Like one-on-one sales, um, doing big orders for companies, white labeling them, like which, what directions will I go, uh, with promoting this product? And on, on this side, I said, you know what? I really, someday, one of my big goals is to get into one of those gifting gift bags for these different shows, the Oscars or what have you. And she goes, oh, that's a great, that's a great goal. Put it on your, put it on your vision board, you know, the next two or three years. I think that's a great thing. It just might become a little bit of a distraction if that's all you think about, if you're wanting to, you know, really go and these other, other directions. And so I said, okay, you know, she said, just keep open, you know, keep listen to conversations. And I'll, that was, I want to say it was a Tuesday. And on Friday I was with one of my clients who was shooting episodes for a show that she, like an interview show that she was doing. And I was, I was filming and, and coaching the whole thing, innocence, producing it. And the gentleman that she was inter- inter- interviewing said, oh yeah, when we were backstage at the Emmys with our product, blah, blah, blah. And I went, Wait, what? Yes. I wanted to interrupt him there, but I didn't. I waited. And uh, of course, as at the end, I said, How did, like, tell me more about what, like, how did this happen? He said, Oh, well, I I know the woman, or I, I have the contact of the woman who created these gift bags in the 90s. And I thought, Wait, what? Okay. May I have that contact? He said, Of course. (laughs) Of wow. course, she has a whole business now with that. And so I got that. And this is one of those things where you let fear stop you from taking action. I sat on it for a few days until the next week. And I said, oh, you know, who, what am I thinking? I will, why, why would I even do this? Like, why, like, this isn't, I've never done anything like that. So, and I didn't also, I didn't want to appear like stupid or, um, right. Cause it was unknown. You'd never done this. Yeah. Before. And I didn't right. know how, like, what's the process. And so I reached out to this woman, I emailed her and I said, how does this work? And all she said, well, what exactly do you do? Because, uh, she also saw that I consult on camera and all, and it's, you know, the, if you're coming to us as a coach, all of these people know how to be on camera. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. No, I, I follow them. I watch them. I learn from them. I'm not here to help them with that. I have a product that I think. Yeah. Benefit. So good. And so she's so good to tell me about it. And I told her and she said, well, we do have the Emmys coming up. She has different shows that they, they yeah. have this, what's called the gifting suite in the gift bag as well. And they like, you know, music choice awards and the, was it the MTV awards and, you know, 
Nickelodeon, all these different shows that they do this. And they said, well, she said, which one are you interested in? Because we do have the Emmys coming in. It was either two or three weeks. You're like, <laughs> um, that one will be good. That one, but I think probably my first, inst- my first, you know, gut feeling was, oh, well, that is the one I want to do, but probably next year, right. not in two weeks. How am I going to make it happen in two weeks? And so I just said, well, what would it look like if we did it in two weeks, two, three weeks? She said, oh, well, I just need your information. I'll submit it to the Emmy committee. Uh, so there are different levels that you can participate in. You can be just in the gift bag. We also have the, the gifting suite where there are 10 businesses in the room backstage that present and get to talk with, with the different presenters and Emmy award winners and, and all of that. And I thought, oh, well, that's, that's not available to me. Let me look at what the gift bag will look like. If I can, if I can even get into that. Yeah. So she, you know, submitted everything because they need to make sure that the brand is in alignment with, with the show that they're producing, you know, that they're going to be there for. Uh, And so I did that, went through that. She, I then had my my session with my coach, my next session and in the morning. And I said, you know what? I think this is just a distraction. I I should, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to do it. And in that time, your coach was like, do it. Right. Well, no, she was like, Oh, okay. Well I'll listen, you know, whatever you're thinking, but because she also wanted to be, she's very, like, we take action. We're doing it. Like we, we stay right. in, in line with, you know, strategy and, and all of that. And so I said, mm, I think this, I, I want to do it, but I just don't want it to be a distraction. I know I need to stay focused because I can be like, ah, all over the place. And in that, during that session, an email came through, you've been accepted to be in the, in the gift bag. I was so like, there you oh, go. So it was like decided, <laughs> it was decided for you. I yeah. love that. I love that story. That is like so powerful that I have one more element to share. Yeah. Tell me. It's just real, just real quick that in the element of, well, that's not available to me. Yeah. But then, so when I got into, into the gift bag, I said, Mm-mm. what would it look like if I, I, I feel like I need to be in the room. I need to be in the room there. What would that look like? She goes, Oh, well, we have to resubmit everything and see. And, and also we went through the long story short, went through this whole rigmarole of having to potentially bring in another product. I was Collins, like looking for the CEO of Canon. And like, I was like, anything I need to do, I will make this happen. But at this, at the end, it, well, let me say this with all of having to go through all that, it made me question, well, why am I not enough? Why is my product not enough? Why do I have to bring in something else? And it came to the end where I said, and I wasn't able to get someone else or, you know, another product to be a part of it. Um, It's just me. Can we still do it? You know, with the risk of, no, it's not going to happen. And she came back, she goes, no, we will, we'll let you come in. And so not overcoming, overcoming all of those like thoughts that I love what you even said about why me, why not Yes. Why, why am I not enough? Why, why am I not enough? And why these are the questions that so many times we ask ourselves mm-hmm. that we have to learn to be able to put ourselves in the room and have that belief. What I hear you saying really is ultimately having that belief that you are enough. You're more than enough. And this product is going to be belong. beneficial. And you belong in the room yeah. and you belong. And I think mm-hmm. that is, um, I want to take a collective breath on that. You belong. We belong. <laughs> Those of you who are listening, you belong, Mm -hmm. period. 
And right there, that's enough. And I think that that is so transformational, that whole entire story, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations, right? Congratulations. Thank you. And thank you for spending so much time with us and sharing the story and giving all your amazing tips. And I'm going to make sure that everybody's got links so that they can definitely get all your products and find out more about you. Here's what I want to leave you with. I always like to ask everyone this question. How do you define being a woman who has decided to lead a life? uncommon. It's a woman who has really stepped back yeah. to look at what she values, what she stands for and allowing herself to show up in her full authenticity and her full mm. amazingness, not only authenticity, because a lot of people will say, Oh, well, being authentic means you just show up with no makeup and you're just like, you just, bleh. no, it's really touching and becoming aware and knowing who you are, what you stand for and your brilliance. And you have the audacity and the courage to share that with the world, no matter what the consequences are, what your perceived consequences are being judged, whatever it is that you're, you're living full out of who you are meant to be. So for example, like in dance, we can say, let's, let's, I know the dance, I'm going to mark it, which means I'm going to just go through the motions in a sense, um, just so my brain can remember, like, I'm just going to go through it. And you'll see dancers do this, but you can tell that they're, excuse my language, half-assing it. In yeah. a sense, if they, were, if they were really doing it as a performance, they're, they're purposefully doing it so they can do it. It's not that they're like halfway doing it because they're lazy. It's, it's a rehearsal mechanism. But if they were to show up like that on stage, you'd be like, Whereas dancing full out is where you are fully present. You are fully expressing everything that's meant to be expressed in the moment of uncertainty. Like you could make mistakes, you could fall down, you could trip, you could forget something, but you're so present that you understand, oh, well, I can draw from this and that because I'm going to show up as myself, my full self in this context. And so it's living in a way that where you're living full out. Love that. That's the perfect way to end this amazing interview. Elizabeth, it was so good seeing you. Everybody looking forward to getting your feedback on our episode today. And remember, be bold yourself and lead a life uncommon. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to Lead a Life Uncommon. I am so excited and pumped out of my mind for you. My job, my goal, my mission is to help you create the life that allows you to jump out of bed every single morning. And I know a lot of it comes from your thinking. I want to give you a little something. Head over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I want to give you the guide to your hidden thoughts about money and success. Inside, you're going to get some ahas about what might be holding you back from creating all the financial abundance that you want. We'll talk soon. Bye now.